Hello, everybody, and welcome to Oh Snap, an MCU podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marbach. Today, I'm joined by Marcely Jean-Pierre. Oh Snap. Michael Henley. Oh Snap. Keen Cobb. Oh Snap. <laughs> and back on the show, Kristen Finger. Oh Snap. All right. Uh, thank you all for being here. We're going to start with our first impressions, and I'm going to start with Kristen, because Kristen was not here last week, so I would love to hear your thoughts on what if Captain Carter was the first Avenger, because last week, as uh, our listeners know, it was all dudes, uh, so <laughs> we need, we need uh, other perspectives, uh, so if you got one, please share. Absolutely. Um, as a female-identifying human being, I was slapped across the face with the fact that I can be a very strong woman <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if I put myself in a scientific experiment and I look super strong. It still doesn't matter. Men will still <laughs> question yep. if I should be in a room or not. <laughs> so that was um, just not, it wasn't. I'll be honest, it wasn't eye-opening. It's every day, <laughs> literally every day. Um, but uh, I do think it was funny that, uh, this is going to sound terrible because I'm a huge team cap, but uh, I thought it would be, it would have been better if he would have just died when he got shot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly didn't need him through the rest. I didn't need the... the... R.I.P. Skinny Steve. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Steve. and then he fell off the train he was still okay i was like listen it's okay to kill who was supposed to be captain america so those are uh my impressions uh of that is just like that's every uh ordinary woman's life in society even if we're given power it is still questioned (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and usually by bradley whitford that is correct. But you know what? I'm not going to lie. He was my favorite on West Wing. So if he, was wearing, if he was wearing those 90s jeans and questioning me from West Wing, I might be okay with it. Yeah. Fantastic actor. Uh, first, yeah. guy, first experience with him, Adventures in Babysitting. Oh, <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Good, 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 good. All <laughs> right. Uh, and your first impression of this episode? What um, if T'Challa? Became yeah, yeah, yeah. Scarlet. I think my my first impression uh, was the idea of pulling putting this character into that character. I was very curious as to if it would work, and I will be honest, I didn't think it did work that well. Um, and not in like a negative way, but in a I have such a strong appreciation for uh both of those characters that it felt more confusing to me to put to establish like not that peggy carter isn't established but she's not you know you didn't see her too much unless you watched agent carter be that much so like to watch someone that is a fully fledged character be another fully fledged character was felt awkward to me mm-hmm. at first then i was like okay it's still T'Challa, like it's still, they didn't change his personality. They just changed his backstory, um, I guess. And like, he was a little bit more uh, galaxy, uh, like <laughs> quester. Like, I don't want to say like, he was more like of the people of like, just having not, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I love, I liked it better than the first episode. I will say that. 
Um, and I was very, I will, uh, maybe this is my, who I think the loser is. I'll share that later. So <laughs> that's my first impression is I was All right, confused. <laughs> All right. We've been teased with a loser. Uh, Marsley. I I enjoyed this a lot. Like I, I had a lot of fun watching this episode. Um, I wasn't expecting to be shocked <laughs> so early uh, in in the episode, and like seeing Thanos as a good guy, as like a reformed <laughs> yeah. character, and just like and hearing Josh Brolin's voice doing Thanos <laughs> as a good mm-hmm. character was just so fucking cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just seeing, I know, I'm sure we'll talk about it more, but just like seeing how different the world, like the entire galaxy is uh, having T'Challa become Star-Lord instead of Peter Quill is just hilarious to me because it's like, he's such a better person than Peter Quill is uh, at the core. And uh, the entire universe like benefits from that. Um, but yeah, I, I loved it. I thought it was really fun. Um, yeah. And I, I think I, I might've alluded to it last week, but I think part of the fun of this, um, this series is just like, it, it's kind of just a part of it is like, all right, we can just go as, as far left or as far right or whatever um as we want and there's really no limitations as to what we're doing here um and it's just like pretty much you creating like makeup games like with your friends like you know let's like line up all of our our action figures and like you know create up our own storylines um and that's the type of thing i used to do as a child so i i enjoy this a lot so yeah it was dope oh wow I love that analogy. That's amazing. Cause I did do that. I would grab my brother's action figures and have them meet Barbie. Like, yeah. It was like, yeah. <laughs> yep. Barbie was probably so much taller. <laughs> you guys, it was a Shout out to episode foreshadowing one. to <laughs> Peggy Carter being tall. Uh, Michael? I, 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 I super enjoyed this episode um, more than the first. This one felt like really fast paced, but not too fast paced, which uh, I think I said last week, I felt like that episode was trying to do a lot and really trying to hit all the checkpoints of like an entire movie in 30 minutes and it just felt like kind of rushed. Um, this, this didn't feel rushed and I just enjoyed, I mean, I, I enjoyed just the sheer number of characters and voices they got into this, yeah. uh, even more so than last week. I mean, this this week was insane, basically, just the number of people were based. And, and always that split second of like seeing someone on screen before they talk and going like, well, they didn't get this person back. Oh my God, they did. This is crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, this was just super fun, uh, really enjoyable, like solid story. Um, just you know animation you know is continuing to impress and kind of get a little bit more ambitious and weird uh Shadwick Boseman was great um I really hope that it's true that we're going to be going to hear him again on the show which I I think I read somewhere and I hope that's right because he was mm-hmm. he was fantastic and 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 this is what I wanted from this this series in the sense of you know we switched this one thing and then things aren't kind of different like they were last week things are like majorly different like entirely like all the people they touch are different you know and that's exactly what i want and this 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 one really really went for that um and told like a really tight engaging story on its own i was i was really impressed with this one oh keen 
<laughs> Words cannot express how fucking much I love this episode. Um, I was going to try to think of a word and make one up. The best I could think of was carfapple. That's not even a real thing. So I just legit loved every part of it. I love the fact that, I mean, I, I understand what Kristen was saying as far as like two established characters, but I do love just painting with a broad brush and seeing what ha- what happens. Um, and the first, the first, the biggest, like, it, it's kind of small, but not really. The biggest thing at first was the fact that, uh, I, I can never pronounce my man's name right. Um, but the first, thank you. Korath recognizing him immediately. Just that switch. <laughs> yes. It's <laughs> like, I'm just, a, I'm just a Janka. Uh, you may know me as <gasps> Star-Lord. <laughs> Maybe, I don't, oh, so and the good. fact that, the fact that, like, he had no fucking clue who Quill was. He was like, who? Who? Star- <laughs> a lord of what? Like, it was <laughs> that quick thing. And the fact that, like, uh, this was like, I mean, I was in, I was definitely into the uh, episode one, but this one legit had me on the edge of my seat when, um, whenever the Black Panther, like the the drums will start up, mm. I like my my soul, oh my soul woke up a little bit, and I was just like, oh man, something's happening, and like I I caught myself legit smiling watching it, like I didn't feel like that in a very long time, um, and I can't remember who said it, but someone said it perfectly, like how just that one difference affected so much the fact that he turned thanos mean meant that thanos can never fuck with nebula as much as he did so nebula Mm -hmm. looked amazing Mm -hmm. uh very small but drax isn't drax because his family wasn't killed Mm yeah so he was he was he was great um uh of course people will probably love seeing howard the duck because who who, who wouldn't want (laughs) to see howard the duck um Seth Green immediately I was like Zip, Seth Green yeah it? correct yep <laughs> same <laughs> it was it, it was just just so good and like and I, I couldn't help myself I immediately watched the uh, new rock stars after this because it was so good because I <laughs> I just wanted to talk about it with somebody but like the thing that they were talking about and I think uh Owatu even said it to start and it's such a it's such a it's such a crazy question and they kind of tried to ask it. This one is like nature versus nurture. Like what happens if something changes in your life? And the fact that the fact that uh, T'Challa was still a fucking hero, mm-hmm. no matter what crazy. Mm-hmm. And like he turned the ravagers, like they were just pirates. <laughs> He's like, no, we're going to be good. We're going to mm-hmm. figure shit out. We're going to feed people. We're going to make sure they're good. They were the Robin Hoods of space. Like it was crazy. Like it's ah so good, so good. We'll we'll talk more because uh, I gotta fight some steers back. Gotta fight some steers back. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree with all that. Uh, very very much enjoyed the episode. I enjoyed this one more than the the first. Not that there's a competition, but I'm keeping a list. Um, <laughs> I, I want to see them get beyond the what if this person was this person. What if this person was this person? Yeah. Uh, and see more bigger events or what if this person made this small change in their life and it's still that person you know um and then i want to see like what if they fought the living dead or whatever um get get crazier but this one got wackier and we talked about last week uh possibly following the wanda vision model where it starts off a little little normal 
gets a little bit more weird, little by little. Uh, so I'm just very curious if that kind of pattern keeps up. Uh, I loved laid back Thanos, you know. Who uh, kept the he... genocide? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I no, was... no, no, no. It's so <laughs> random. <laughs> yeah. The amount of times that they like were just like a cutaway to him explaining that to someone was became a nice bit. I, yeah. I the the um, panning. Uh, going across the bar was the one yeah. was, I think the funniest so like what you're describing sounds a lot like genocide no no no, no. it's random <laughs> yeah. yeah and it was uh, efficient yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I love I love how I love how the, the this Thanos becomes like that guy that I guess like maybe like a lot of people like knew in their 20s and like college or whatnot who's basically just like I think this guy's kind of a good idea good guy but he's got like some weird ideas are we yeah. sure he's a good guy I don't know <laughs> like it, it, he's that kind of, yeah, uh, he, he's very much George W. Bush painting now. Let's forget about all the bad shit that was planned yeah. and that he actually got away with. Um, look at this. It's, look at this it's painting. Like, <laughs> you know? It's like my friend's kind of weird, but he's harmless. Like, is he harmless? OK. <laughs> uh, other than Thanos, uh, yeah, having Chadwick Boseman back uh, was fantastic. And yes, he did, I think, record three or four uh, appearances nice. throughout yeah. the uh, this 10 I think episode se uh, season which is great um it was a very Forrest Gumpy life for him <laughs> within within the um uh, within this episode now like what it was basically yeah what if T'Challa was the Forrest Gump of space um yeah. <laughs> and he just turned everybody you know uh, uh turned Thanos um uh there I mean, he's gardening now um, yeah, so Thanos couldn't do this, couldn't do that. Yeah, turned the Ravagers. Um, he invested in Apple. You know, there's a whole lot of things uh, going on for uh, T'Challa now. Um, so, yeah, that I very much enjoyed. And just the sheer amount of people. The only thing more that had more in amount of uh, things than voices of people they brought back was the amount of Easter eggs. Like, even more than, yeah. than last week. It was just, there's no way, like, if we were a podcast that dove into those which we aren't you know uh, we barely dive into the broad strokes um uh, it would it would just be insane uh, to go yeah. through it like from it, it, especially with the animation they can just pile so much more in they don't have to do the cgi or any of that uh any of that stuff like the uh, weapons that they mm -hmm. were when they were fighting the collector's uh room uh mm -hmm. killed Korg. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Killed Korg. Yeah. yeah particularly chatty uh. <laughs> so so much um and just generally it's just a very very fun vibe throughout the entire film even with the heist heist stuff going on and the triple cross uh going yeah. going down yeah. very much enjoyed it um yeah i just i want to see more animation uh, from from Marvel, uh, yeah. just keep keep on doing the stuff. I know we're getting other seasons of What If I'm uh, from what I had from what I remember, but I want to see other Marvel animated stuff that's that takes place within the timeline of the uh, the MCU because yeah. the animation itself is fantastic and the story storylines that they're coming up with are are pretty pretty great too. And they could just do so much more. Not that they're limiting, you know, like yeah. looking at things like Endgame. Uh, not that they're struggling. <laughs> To make things look good yeah. on an yeah. epic scale um but you know speaking uh, of epic scale though so uh, much though eternals <laughs> trailer today oof that looks mm. insane that looks like yeah. the most epic that's... marvel movie 
if that doesn't win like at least a few Oscars, at least for like uh what I can't remember, what story not storyboard, that's a dumb thing. No, uh like, for, like, visual, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. It looks so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh like and there's so many so great actors in it too, like mm-hmm. so many mm-hmm. strong actors. It's it, like the first the first few and, and i won't deviate too much from from the conversation but yeah the first few it's fine yeah, <laughs> yeah the first couple of trailers were like yeah okay this this might be decent like you know these characters seem like they have potential but this particular trailer this real trailer was like holy shit they they're strong as hell and yeah. this is going to be good it's the first uh as far as heroes go other than scarlet witch and you all can correct me um We've we've had some and Doctor Strange, uh, but these are like the most mutiny of uh, yeah people that have that have come around. Uh, I would say so, that, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it does. It just looks so much more epic. Uh, Endgame was epic, and Infinity War was epic in terms of size and scope and all of that. But this just seems like the um, what the hell's the name of the like a Lord of the Rings yeah of Marvel of Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Looks great. Can't wait. And I love that they can put Academy Award-winning director yeah. uh, on there now. Yeah, for that, for that mm-hmm. trailer, it's great. <laughs> Anywho, uh, back mm-hmm. to what if. Uh, so those are our first impressions. Now I just want to open it up because it is one storyline. Other thoughts, other things that popped out, things you did like, didn't like, anything and everything. I would love to see more of uh, Thanos and Nebula. Yes. just like their dynamic because they they even they had that one moment where uh you know somebody was like well, that's your child or that's your dad or whatever and they were like adopted and it was like <laughs> it was like thanos is doing comedy now and like now i want to see this i want to see this tv show or at least this episode of them kind of like going through the ups and downs and and dealing with the past uh just trauma on nebula's um end and just like all of the terrible things that thanos did and and how he would redeem himself from all of that with her um because it mm-hmm. seems like he's he's repaired his relationships with some people but uh not necessarily his his daughter which is like all right that's there's a lot of potential there for for them to grow i was wondering Why? about that timeline oh sorry I, like the timeline of like how long had Thanos been a total dick to her compared like like I don't know did T'Challa come in and stop that or like or has he always been nice to her I couldn't figure out that timeline of like how much of a dick was he to her because I think I think I think he kind of mentioned a little bit because well they didn't really talk about the timeline per se but they did it this all of this is in 2008 and thanks to uh, New Rock Stars, they broke down a little bit, or Eric broke down a little bit more. And he was saying that, um, or according to what he believes, T'Challa might have turned him when he was like maybe 16 or 15, like talking him down off of like the crazy shit. Mm. Um, so this might, he might have been with the Ravagers for at least a few years now. Cause like all that shit for before Endgame popped off was what, 20, they went back to 2012 or 2013, I think. Uh, and this is 2008. So that's even before that. Okay. So, so what uh what uh what Mars was just saying made me think, all right, that's one daughter. Where's Gamora? Yeah. It's Gamora. Mm-hmm. That was bothering I think, me. I think Gamora might be uh the warrior Gamora, even more so than we would see in like the regular comics. So 
Hopefully, mm. she's in a, an episode coming up. But um, yeah, it's a. I love like I said it a little bit earlier, but I love all the changes and like, it's like it's a shitty movie, but the theory is great. The butterfly effect, where like mm-hmm. if you change one thing, mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. fucking changes. Yeah, and um, the fact that. <laughs> I'm talking about voices. The fact that they got Kurt Russell in oh for my one line. For one line. <laughs> I lost how, my mind at that. That was so great. How evil is Peter Quill going to be? And we yeah. we have no mm-hmm. idea yet. Oh, Yeah, because we see that. Like, he's definitely a shittier person than T'Challa. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Objectively. So, like, yeah. imagine him before he had friends. Like, that's going to... Well, I think he's going to be a whiny little bitch. Like, I think he's going to be really Mm -hmm. like that dude that's just like, and then like is a jerk to everybody. And because I kind of think that already about Peter Quill. (laughs) Imagine, but imagine giving that whiny jerk uh, unlimited power. Yeah. Yeah. That's scary. He might become Thanos. Well, the old, the, (laughs) he might, oh boy. Now we're just replacing everything. Exactly. Peter Quill was Thanos. (laughs) I like, Uh, I like, I like the juxtaposition of last week too, if only because last week you had Peggy becoming, um, uh, the first Avenger and, but you still have to have a a subplot with Steve and Steve gets into the, um, the Iron Man, the, uh, the, the Hydra Stomper suit and all that kind of stuff. Cause like, well, we need to give Steve something to do. Steve is worthy. And in this (laughs) episode, he's just, (laughs) he's skinny Steve. And this episode, it's basically, well, what if, you know, what if the child became star Lord basically? And then, yeah, it's a hook at the very end, but at the same time at the end, Let's just check in on Peter Quill. Basically, he's mopping the floor <laughs> yeah. at Dairy Queen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and instead of going like part-time job, <laughs> instead of going like what an injustice, I'm going like yeah, it's about right. Yeah, it's about yeah. Right. I felt the right. same way. Yeah. I felt bad, but yeah, I felt the same way. I was like yeah. <laughs> and his uh, his soundtrack would be like Newfound Glory, Simple Sport <laughs> 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 <Or> Confessional. Like. <laughs> <laughs> totally different movie. He uh, can. What? Yeah. He- Oh, I was gonna say, but this makes me think of even even more stuff because, like, I know he's gonna be in the episode coming up. So now I'm thinking, is Killmonger even Killmonger? Like, I know he's gonna be Eric, right. but is he gonna be a part of the family? Like, mm. because because of T'Challa being abducted, did that make the king pull back his war dogs, meaning pull back his brother from from California, bring his family back to Wakanda? Ah, so much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Are yeah. we going to see how any of these continue? I think I think it's a I think it's gonna be a culminate a culmination near the end of uh, or at the end of the season. I think, but I'm not sure. That a lot. I would be very interested <laughs> to see them assemble these Avengers. Does that like mm-hmm. right like yes. T'Challa as like the Star Lord, uh, Peggy as the first Avenger? Like, I would like to see them gather them and then watch that dynamic because it's gonna it uh, that would be fascinating mm-hmm. i hope yeah. they do that. i mean with t'challa there's just not gonna be a conflict yeah he's yeah, gonna just talk gonna, everyone down him. <laughs> we just everybody relax we're just gonna send t'challa to talk it out <laughs> it makes me arms. wonder why they didn't use him more in like end game and stuff now i'm like wait a minute could we have just sent him in for a talk like I know, what right? we doing? silver tongue <laughs> oh yeah because he got snapped away so mm-hmm. five years in no t'challa and you see we what didn't happens. have him yeah 
Yeah. It went to hell. <laughs> Posting up uh, uh, missing missing kid things on all the Wakandan trees. Yeah. yeah. He could have he could have gone to the cliff where uh, where where uh, where uh, Clint and uh, and and Black Widow were basically and just been like, no, there's a there's a third option here. We can figure this yes. out. Yeah. Red Skull, please let me have that. Please let me talk to you. <laughs> we can work we can work something out, I do believe. Uh, other other thoughts? Uh the Wakandans were in space, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. They were dummies. in space. Like yeah. that's wild. And the collector is a piece of shit. Dude, He's killing a bunch yes. of people. He's a Sheesh. jacked yeah. piece of shit though. Yes. He's, He's right. looking good. Yeah. <laughs> what if the collector hit the gym? <laughs> <laughs> did he, did he kill Hella? Yeah, yeah he killed Hella. Yeah. <laughs> when he took out his like bag of tricks and like he just had like Korg's arm, I was very distraught because mm -hmm. Korg is in my heart. But then mm -hmm. like pulls out that Hella's headdress and I was like, huh, and like just so many things. But like, I don't know if this is, was this also part of the episode of like, since, oh God, this is so deep, but like the collector, no one was really holding him accountable this whole time because you assume yeah. that like mm -hmm. the other Marvel cinematic, the way we know it kept him more in check. But since mm -hmm. we don't know all the changes that the What If series has in store for us, that might start to explain how the collector got to be such a dick yeah and with yeah. so much power because he didn't have power in, right you know technically yeah he it seems as though not have that much confidence in the, the first one this one he was just like hey yeah he had his, his chest <laughs> <Yeah>. out <laughs> big furs but it, it seems as though like i guess because like thanos being neutralized caused such a i guess a, there was a, a, like a vacuum like, in yeah. power mm -hmm. um and so the collector being somebody who has been collecting all of these artifacts and some of them very powerful um over a period of time uh he there was like an opening for him to be able to utilize these things and kind of take advantage of um they're not being a mad titan going across the universe uh, trying to collect these infinity stones so um that was super interesting to me mm -hmm. um yeah, and, and just like he was so formidable uh, as a fighter as well. Mm -hmm. And it was it was really cool. He almost looked like um like a Dragon Ball Z character. That's how like <laughs> yeah, because cool there he was yeah. I don't know if the animators did it on purpose, but there was that beautiful sequence when they were fighting and it slowed down that was very anime. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. And it was really cool. Like I would print that out and hang it on my wall. Like it looked really cool. Right. I loved I loved the I love, I, I hate doing this, but like, it keeps going back to the differences between T'Challa and Quill. But Quill and, I can't remember my man's name, Quill and Yandu were like oil, water and oil. Like they, they were around each other. They, it was okay, but like they just bashed. While T'Challa can get along with any fucking body, apparently, because <laughs> yeah. they were like a glove. Like speaking on that fight scene, I love that, that he looked at it and was like, all right, sticky fingers, who's the glue? You. And it was like, all right, I guess. And like the fact that they were so like on point with each other. And Yandu was like, yo, you're not gonna hurt my son. Like I raised this kid. I took him accidentally, but I raised this kid. So you're not gonna hurt him. And like, and oh, and the, the fact that he turned his um his rocket and hit him with that crazy knee. Oh. Yeah, that was dope. Such a like good move. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
when he said sticky fingers, it reminded me of just <laughs> get help in Ragnarok when yes. like that moment between uh, Thor and Loki. Good like, call. Good call. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, they know people liked that. We'll use it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Michael Rooker uh, as Yandu. Like, this was a great episode for him, too. Sure. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. Uh, he was, he's just so good as that character. And seeing him do more and more things, even outside of Marvel, is just, uh, it's just nice because he's so good. Yeah. Uh, but within, mm-hmm. within this, uh, that's also one of my favorite weapons in the MCU is that, yes. that arrow yeah. that goes so around, good. which got no. snapped. So maybe yeah. hopefully there's a there's another one somewhere. Yeah. Shout yeah. out, shout out to that. Oh my bad. Shout out to that joke yeah. they had. It was like, uh, uh, we up here stealing from the rich, give it to the poor, like the Robin Leach. He's like <laughs> yeah. Robin Hood. That was great. That was a great joke. Great Robin joke. Robin Leach. Yeah, I thought it was interesting too, though. Like the Last Guardians uh, movie and this. Uh, have Yandu portrayed in a very different light than like when we first saw him. And um, mm-hmm. he's very likable, especially in this episode. Um, but, it, and it really helps us all forget the fact that he still abducted a kid. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Still like abducted this child. <laughs> I may not be a mother or never will be, but if someone stole my cat and then took them to into a spaceship and then told that cat that I didn't exist anymore. And then they, I would be, that's, that's child abduction. Like, yeah. come on. He, what our, if your cat saved the universe? Multiple I still times. would be very, I don't know if I would have sat down in, in my spaceship and chilled with them as much as the Wakandans did. <laughs> he arguably did even something worse than in the um, in the real timeline, which is at least in the real time, he abducts a kid, but it's the right kid. It's the right Here kid. he realizes it's the wrong one and it's just like, eh, fine. Eh. Yeah, <laughs> like, we could still use him. Yeah, that just also shows that T'Challa is just the best because he's like, it's okay, I was <laughs> lost, and I was like, we're gonna reason this, <laughs> right? I was like, he's the best. <laughs> yeah. I asked to see the world. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. on me. <laughs> all right, all right, writers. Yeah, uh... but I definitely missed uh, the. Like I thought that maybe, uh, oh my goodness, Rocket or um, uh, Groot would show up yeah. um, in some bizarre way that like, because that would have been cool to see Rocket is just like a well-adjusted, uh, <laughs> like maybe owned his own restaurant or like settled down with a Mrs. Rocket. Like I would have been curious to see that, uh, the rest of the gang a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> The child to... really was just a big chill pill for the galaxy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I want to, yeah. Down. I want to see that. I want to see well-adjusted rocket because of T'Challa. I want to see T'Challa interact with Groot, and then by the end of it, Groot is saying more words. <laughs> <laughs> so I am more. Than Groot. <laughs> oh shoot! <laughs> oh, that might, that would have brought a tear to my eye. And I <laughs> I'm trying to see if there's anything else within the storyline itself. I for one side note, um I guess aside from like obviously just T'Challa and everything they did with him and aside from Thanos, my favorite character in this episode was Korath. Like I thought he was hilarious. Um mm-hmm. uh just like the way that he was just like <laughs> so 
adamant classic, about being classic yes. Star Lord. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like he was he worshipped T'Challa, and it's it's just so funny. The, the just first of all, like hearing him because I don't think yeah. I've ever seen. Um, I can't remember Jimon Jimon Hansu. Yeah, Hansu. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember seeing him ever do comedy. No. Uh, yeah, I, I I agree. And I also felt like I remember seeing the first Guardians thinking like, I feel like they didn't use Jaiman Hansu too much. He just kind of right. showed up and that was it. And then they exactly. use him to the max in this and he's great. And it's just like, I wanted that in the real. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, so he, I thought he was great, just like being such a fanboy. Um, oh my God. Every he, knew every, he knew every story. He knew every like situation. <laughs> Oh, so dope! And in my mind, I'm like, of course, he, like he, there's an African dude. <laughs> you're an African dude, and he's like this this African hero in the galaxy. It was like, of course, you're gonna identify with him. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, when he does get the uh, the better of uh, Korath, yeah, he does drop that classic star. <laughs> 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 it, it, is, it is so funny. Yeah, come on. Uh, maybe yeah, you- maybe Jimon Jimon Hansu is listening. I do have a question about like, cause I, I know that some <clears throat> animation is shot where like there would be two or three actors in the booth at the same time, or sometimes they, sh- you know, they record them singly, but like, did y'all read at all about if any of these actors were in the same room getting to do these recordings for this series? I didn't see, no, I I heard- didn't see anything. I didn't see anything about them being together, but I, I read that I think the director of this episode, ah, fight it back, Keen, fight it back. They said, um, they said Chadwick would give them like so many options. He would do a line and be like, "No, I can do that better. Give me, wait, oh. let me, <laughs> let me try this." And it was like, "No, no, t- 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 I'm gonna call him to the child. Like, "No, no, we got it. We're good." He's like, "No, no, no I want to give you more options. Hold on, let me, let me take a let- another look at this." So like, yeah, he just kept going and gave them way more than they needed so it's probably yeah uh oof yeah it's probably a lot that they got from him yeah Yeah. what a tribute to to chadwick as a person too to have Mm -hmm. to see like obviously this was done when chadwick was still alive and most most people you know even like the higher ups at marvel didn't know that he was sick at the time um but for them to kind of have a story in place that's so focused on T'Challa, that's so focused on highlighting how awesome of a person T'Challa is and like how how much of an impact he and his character have on everybody he touches. Um, it really is like low key, uh, just paying homage to Chadwick and they didn't even realize that they were doing so. So it's yeah. like, it's it's so awesome to, to have this kind of like be one of the, the send offs, I guess, uh, so to speak. Um, yeah, it's, it's like so bittersweet, honestly. But uh, yeah, shout out to Chadwick Boseman. Would you, would y'all consider that to be, because I know, um, I can't remember, what was it? With Steve, it wasn't the super soldier serum. It was his heart. Like it was his willingness to do it, do more, whatever. Is, was that T'Challa's superpower, his compassion for people? Like, or for beings, I guess, because... I mean, like, like, like uh, I tweeted it and was like, no matter what world or galaxy, he was a hero. Like, mm-hmm. insane. 
I would, yeah, I would say it's the compassion and also his supernatural ability to just kind of go with the flow, you know, because again, he gets abducted as a child and he's like, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Where? because I think that goes hand in hand with the compassion of like, yeah, mm -hmm. these people took me, but how can I help these people even mm -hmm. if they took me? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God. Maybe they were meant to take me. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I'm here to help them. That's why I was stolen. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry to keep like, I'm, I'm going to be in a, in a rabbit hole with this, but so when he comes back, this is 20, this is 2008. His pop is still alive. I'm trying to remember when did, when was civil war? Was that 2012, 13? Yeah. Uh, no, it was but after. Again, I was going to say, but, but Bucky in the first one doesn't become winter, the soldier. winter soldier. So yeah. hmm. then I don't yep. know if civil war but, can happen. Yep. Hmm. Which is a question from me now. Uh, the are these all different timelines, or are these one? That's is what this I one thought. new timeline. I thought they were all different timelines. So in this case, Bucky would still be the Winter Soldier. Uh, I think maybe. Civil War, maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I mean, you know. Um, and I think Civil War was after Ultron, so like that would have been 2016. Okay. Yeah. So damn, I'll put it way too far back. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so another, I'm sorry, another quick question. So if that's the case, the one thing that's like fucking with me throughout this whole episode about the timeline versus dimension versus worlds or whatever is if that was Cap Shield, is Cap a lot? Because like apparently that was uh, the Shield and Mjolnir in his yeah. like little chest or whatever. Mm, so it's mm, like, yeah. if he beat Cap and Thor and Hela, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, Dude. they have to be able to explain that because Hela yeah. is powerful as shit. Yeah. 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 And Captain America and obviously Thor are not like, you know, like a walk in the park either. So how the hell did the collector get these things? Did somebody else do the damage and he just collected or what? So that is interesting to the to Mike's timeline <laughs> theory. True. Sorry, like um, of just like then the what if Peggy Carter was the first Avenger is not the same timeline as this one because it wasn't her British Shield that the Collector had. So that is that proving then that it's just completely different timelines. So then we can't have all of them come together as Avengers. Damn it! <laughs> no, we totally do. No, yeah. we totally can because okay. all it takes yeah. is someone to just kind of cross those timelines, basically just kind of true, you know, true, true, true. bridge them. And and Loki already proved that's totally possible. So like Bill and Ted. Thank you, Loki. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just with God. Sam Jackson. <laughs> oh, and Kristen, I, I don't know. I don't know if we called it or I saw it on New Rockstars because everything blends together now. But uh, I know New Rockstars. Uh, Eric said it. He was hoping that like um, the end or one of the last scenes is the watcher talking to uh he who remains right before loki mm -hmm. and sylvie comes up and then that's when shit is crazy and everybody's together forming that forming that new ah, avengers team. okay oh. be, yeah. 
Well, I just got a lady boner. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> but where does Howard the Duck fit into all this? I know. Anywhere, anywhere he wants. <laughs> yes, absolutely. He's wetting no. his whistle. He's wetting his whistle at a, at a Star Wars kind of ball. That's what he is at. More Howard the Duck. Yeah, I think the, the odds are increasing with each appearance that he gets that we'll at least see some sort of Disney Plus animated uh yep. one-off miniseries kind of kind of thing for howard the duck i was just gonna say that seth green needs the work he doesn't <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i want to i want to see some more howard the duck i yeah. saw something and i tweeted this too but like i'm tired of the headlines that are like this actor who hasn't worked in a long time really wants in on the MCU. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I know, right? But one of them was uh from like Leah Thompson. Like Leah Thompson wants to direct the Howard the Duck movie for the MCU. Like of course she does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course she does. Well I mean she's got the connection there. I mean, you know Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh which is more to than others have for any any of this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but those headlines always annoy me. Of course they do. They haven't yeah. done anything for a little while. Right. And or at this point, it's like name brand right now. Right. I, I was thinking like at this point, it's like if you're an actor or director who hasn't done anything within the MCU, it's like now we're paying attention to who hasn't. You know what I mean? It's right. Like, right. All right. Who can we fit in? You know, who can we, who can we still use at this point, um, especially Dude, on the actor side? I'm nowhere near that galaxy or realm of possibilities. But every movie coming out, I'm like, I'm marking off, all right, what black hero have they not used yet? Um, <laughs> just trying to count down. And there's a few. There's still a few out there. I can I can pull, pull off a, a mutant or two. So whenever X-Men roll out. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> you trying to be Bishop Kane? Kane? Either, either, either Bishop or I'll even, I'll put on a fake accent and try to be Puck. I don't care. I'll do something. Yeah. yeah. You go against types. Don't limit yourself, Keen. Don't limit yourself. <laughs> All right, I'm going for Cyclops. There it is. Scott <laughs> Here we go. Uh, any other thoughts before we get to winners and losers? I have a question. Is next week's true that it's about Loki? Is that I true? Know. I don't know, actually. See, I didn't hear uh, about next week yet. No. I know he's in it, though, because uh, apparently uh, Thor's definitely in it. So, yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm looking right now to see if I can find, um, but I don't see it. Just lists the one and two. Oh wait, okay. episode three. What if Loki presented himself to the governments of Earth as king of Asgard and Asgard using all of his diplomacy? <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> Is that uh, real? Real? Right? <laughs> it's on IMDb. Yeah, what, yeah, we got a procedural ahead, of, I think. Yeah. Uh, what if Loki presented himself to the governments of Earth as King of Asgard using all of his all his diplomacy? <laughs> Wait, is that the title of the episode or is that the description? That's the description, yeah. Okay, okay. I was going to say, yeah. that's a long-ass title. The title actually <laughs> continues after that point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, goes, it goes on to say, now you might find this a pretty or, unusual idea. Or how we stop wearing and learn to love the bomb. Uh, yeah, I'm very interested in that episode. It's just like him in meetings. You know? I'm very interested in that premise as soon as I fully understand what that premise is. Yeah. yeah. I want to see yeah. the Nexus moment. I want to see the moment of what happens to make him 
become that or decide that's a good idea. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. What if oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say, what if what if Thor leaves and never comes back and parties a little bit too much or does something dumb mm. and then uh what's his name dies? Not by his hand, not by um not by Loki's hand, but he dies like the natural causes or like the Odin time thing or whatever he dies. And he actually steps up like, all right, brother's not here, so someone must be king. And he actually takes it on seriously. And he's a pretty good king. There's a clip of Lady Sif like standing next to him. So if she's on his side, even if she has to like forced into it, mm. that's something. So mm. I'll go crazy with all this what if shit. I swear to God, I will. Yeah, it's just so <laughs> limitless. It's like, what if Thor went to college? <laughs> I think Jordan it would go a little something like that. <laughs> At least uh, for this next week, we're getting away from the what if we switch these characters. Yeah. Uh, yeah, kind of, kind of thing, <laughs> and maybe we're going too far in the opposite direction. Uh, <laughs> but we'll see. I'm sure it's going to be great. Uh, all right, let's hit some winners and losers. Uh, let's go with the losers first. Uh, it was teased in the first impressions, Kristen. Yeah, uh, I feel bad, but I feel like Benicio del Toro's voice work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He sounded really not like I had to look it up three times because I still couldn't believe that Benicio del Toro, like the coolest dude ever, was mm -hmm. voicing yep. this chump. Like he just yeah, sounded yeah. like, hey guys, I'm a bad guy. He just sounded really <laughs> so to me, loser. <laughs> Stamp. Yeah. Stamp. Uh yeah, maybe it maybe it goes back to uh, Thanos not being uh the mad titan. Yeah, um, which was another kind of jokey thing they had in there too, and uh, not what do you say? Not not crazy. Not crazy. Mad. Mad. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Where his voice just went up a few octaves. Uh, Michael. Um. Yeah, I would have to say Korg. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I mean, either Korg or Hela, because I mean, you know, I mean, Korg, we love him. I mean, Hela, she's evil, but I mean, you know, <laughs> robbing, robbing the universe of, uh, a, you know, a villainous Kate Blanchett seems a little bit unfair. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Ian? Uh, no matter what happens, uh, was it the Black Order? They always end up being <laughs> fucking henchmen. They're four of like the strongest Marvel characters I've seen. They always get dealt with every single time. So yeah, they're yeah, Black Order. They're definitely the losers. Yeah, I didn't mention them until till now. And then like as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, Ma, really? Ma? And then he started doing his whole Ma thing and then he got kabonged. Yep. <laughs> Thankfully. Um, yeah, Marsley. Um, I gotta go with uh Peter Quill, even though he only was in like the show for a few seconds. Um, uh, because not only did we see him like there's the potential that he's gonna be corrupted by his father, um, which is bad news for everyone, but we just saw pretty much how <laughs> just how his life is or how he is as a person and like his character uh compared to T'Challa and how much better off all of his like friends and enemies and just everybody is like without him <laughs> and it, it's kind of sad in a way um for him because he does he's not a bad guy you know he's just he's an imperfect 
but mm-hmm. yeah, you know, he, he's just, he, he's made a, a ter- some terrible decisions in the MCU. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I, I feel like he kind of got shitted on indirectly, <laughs> indirectly just by how awesome Chadwick was. Um, but so, yeah, I'm going to have to say Peter. Yeah. And how easy is he, is it going to be the, is it for him to say yes to like going with, with ego now? Like, yeah, he, it's he, like he's working at Dairy Queen. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's another, yeah. it's a big case for the minimum, uh, minimum wage for 15 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Raise that 15. He's happier. He's got health insurance. And when your celestial dad comes knocking, mm-hmm. maybe you don't go. You're, you're okay with everything. Yeah. You're, you're okay with your life. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, my loser is uh, a couple of those were were on my list, um, but I'm gonna go. I go. I'll, I'll save my one for side side loser. But my main loser is uh, T'Chaka, deprived mm. of mm, T'Challa mm. for the, all that time. Um, yeah, and we saw in the beginning where they had the the two two thrones, and then when he comes back, it's just the just the one. Um, you know, you can read into that as you as you will. Um, but yeah. He was gone. Mm. He came back, but also probably gone. Probably leaving again. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. It was just a uh, just just popping by to do his laundry before going back. Yeah. <laughs> going back to college. He's going yeah. with Loki. Uh, yeah. Side any side losers before I get mine out? Mine was Korg because of his arm. And yeah, uh, I would say at the arrow. The- mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Snapped. Mm-hmm. All right, let's hit those winners, Marcelli. The entire universe, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. just just everything and everyone was so much better off. Like just Yandu didn't have a negative bone in his body, and he was so mm-hmm. positive and encouraging. And Thanos, of course, and um, Nebula, just every everybody who was so like tortured in the MCU regular timeline uh just like all these anti-heroes and shit they just, they were just great they were just happy and like having drinks with each other and it it just seems like the the entire universe was a better place because uh t'challa happened to be in the wrong place at the right time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh keen i got like eight winners and i think he might have <laughs> took like all of them so the my main one i'm gonna try to stick with is um uh two for one kurt russell and ego uh mm. kurt russell because mm. my man came in read one line and it's gonna he buried like the thought of like oh my god what's about to happen into so many minds just with that um and ego is gonna get what he wants he wanted <laughs> his son for his power and he's about to get that shit so he's definitely yeah. a winner mm-hmm. yeah. michael uh, I mean, everything that, I mean, I, I agree with everything that's been said, especially when Marsley said the entire universe. Uh, I'm going to zero in on Nebula in particular, just for no reason. I don't know that she's, you know, top of the heap or anything, basically. But I mean, you know, she's not damaged. She's well adjusted. She's got long hair. You know, she's very kind of femme fatale, but confident. She's still played by Karen Gillan. It's just like win, 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 honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm, I'm going with Nebula. Mm. Good one. Kristen. Uh, I'm going with uh, Karina, who is yeah. uh, mm. the collector's uh, like bitch, and <laughs> she got her day. And it was really because I have liked that character 
or just the look of that character and wanted to know more about them. So getting to see her take a moment and take and have an opinion uh, in this episode was really cool to see. So mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll make her the winner. Uh, Kristen took Karina. So I'm going to go with my backup of Howard the Duck. Yay! Howard the Woo-hoo! Duck. Um, for just the fact that he's out. He's now out. <laughs> Yeah. He, he has he's now has the opportunity to crash into earth uh and create a new movie yeah yeah <laughs> and still meet leah thompson where she will direct all right uh any other stray thoughts just one real quick one i uh really enjoyed the one little um i guess uh heist recap scene like Mm -hmm. and i i didn't make the connection as soon as i heard like the little the music i was like Mm -hmm. this sounds like a heist uh type of thing and i was like okay they're obviously playing into that trope and then i was like okay this is very oceans but Uh, then i realized mm -hmm. that they also did that in ant-man um yeah yeah so that was that was really fun uh to piggyback off of that i love fucking love whenever they explain the plan and instead of explaining the plan and then doing the plan, they just do it at the same time. Yeah. Like, All right, look, here's the plan. And they actually show you going through the plan. I love that move. Yeah, I'm a sucker for it. Mm-hmm. Alrighty then. Uh, anybody have anything they are in online or in person they want to mention? Or social medias for that matter, which will be in the episode notes. Uh, Comedy uh, Sports is opening up September 18th for in-person shows, so that's exciting. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to be on Weeding Out the Stone early in September. I can't remember the exact date. It's going to be at Helium Comedy Club. Uh, always a fun time. Um, listen to Locking Up, uh, Locking Up Wrestling Podcast, Black Wrestling Podcast, and me, Marsley, and our boy James. Uh, we'll talk about wrestling and everything else. Uh, in my opinion... I'm on that with Mike. Uh, we talk about uh, this, the good fight and how amazing and crazy that is. And, mm-hmm. ooh, a what if good fight? What? <laughs> Man, what if Diane never left? <laughs> um, what if T'Challa was Christine Baranski? <laughs> I don't believe he's guilty. Anyway, um, yeah, so and at Keen Cobb, I'm doing a lot of other things too, so just follow Aki Cobb on everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is Mike. You can follow me on everything at Mike Marbach. And if you enjoy this podcast, uh, Keen mentioned in my opinion, and we have others that we do, as well as new ones coming covering Lord of the Rings uh, for the 20th anniversary, as well as the new series that's coming next year, uh, and a Star Trek pod, uh, which will be uh, coming up, uh, I would say, in the next month and a half or so. Uh, based on things that I'm looking at, and uh, shows, live shows. We got those uh, Mm -hmm. coming for the Philly Fringe Festival, uh, September 22nd through the 27th. Go to xroadscomedy.com for info on those shows, as well as all the podcasts, and check the episode notes for links to social medias for everybody that is talking, as well as the shows that have been mentioned. Thank you, Keen. Thank you, Marcelie. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Kristen. Uh, Thank you all for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.